What's up everyone? Welcome to episode number 43 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about every single thing that's related to the Indian markets and uh, you know basically just analyze stuff and talk about general trends. Now, as always, if you want to learn more about what I speak, you can either tune into uh, the episode that was released today. So it'll be titled Q&A and it was actually released before this one. So you can either tune into that, which contains like a micro dose of uh, some information or and this is the option which I prefer because, you know, it's got a ton. It's, got, it's just got a ton 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 of informational content and uh, that is my instagram account so that's the best way to reach me uh you can you know you can basically just ask me anything over there and i will respond and that's the place where you can give me the best feedback and the best suggestions so yesterday uh, i had mentioned that you know today's episode is going to be drastically different uh, and this was not something that I spoke about in the episode. I actually made a lot of social media posts on this, uh, pretty much everywhere from LinkedIn and Twitter and even Instagram, I guess. So, you know, I just wanted to talk about a few changes that we'll be making uh, this episode onwards. And uh, you might have noticed some of them or rather one of them. Uh, but, you know, without any further ado, I'll talk about every single change that will be that you'll be seeing this episode onwards all right so talking about what's new the very first thing that is changing is the entire structure all of the all of the upcoming podcasts will have a very solid theme they'll have you know just a general overview they'll have my view on nifty my view on bank nifty and my view of the index gainers and losers now this is all pretty typical i mean this is all something that i've covered in the past uh, but the way i'll be talking about all of this is going to be different and uh, if you're wondering a bike just passed so that's why you know you heard that voice that disturbance but anyway the entire theme is going to be uh, revamped or rather has been revamped based on a few different things and uh, you know it's all it's all based on all of the feedback that i've received from you guys some critical evaluation that i've done of myself so that's how i've done it and uh, you know it'll be on from this ep- this very episode so after this segment you'll be listening to uh, what will hopefully be uh, a completely new a completely different and a much better uh, overall podcast and the reason for this is because, you know, ultimately, all of this is to create much more engaging content for you guys, content that you you guys can actually relate to, learn from. And the thing is, I did not want it to be something which becomes too technical, something which becomes kind of boring, uh, because, you know, the very purpose of this podcast and of my Instagram account is because, uh, you know, I personally fo- found all of these things extremely boring at the start, and I did not want that to happen with anyone else. So, the very purpose, the very reason for me to start this was so that I can add somewhat of a fun twist to it, make it, you know, a bit more engaging, a bit more intuitive. So, you know, I'll try to be, uh, I'll try to follow as that as much as possible. And uh, it's not just going to be me, of course, now that you guys actually have 
uh, hopefully you know listen to a few episodes by my father also uh, in case you're wondering you know we do the Q&A segments together and uh, you know ultimately basically for what it means for you is you'll be seeing two episodes per day one is going to be a Q&A that'll be mainly talk about uh, you know more of educational content more engaging more discussions and you know just a rather more conversational tone that'll be happening the second uh, the second episode that you'll be seeing every day and by every day i mean every trading day uh, is this one so it'll be me analyzing stuff analyzing the markets and talking about my views what will be different this time is that i'll be talking about uh my view throughout the day my view for tomorrow and my views on the underlying stocks and i will not just uh, you know jibber jabber on for days about uh, you know where there are resistances where there are supports i'll be talking about the general trend in a way where it can possibly help you uh, you know make a decision also again i'll just like to remind you that i'm not registered or anything so this is not an investment advisory service at all and i'm supposed to say this because of legal reasons uh this is not something that i'm doing as a profession uh like you know giving advisory services this is purely me sharing uh my analysis and what all i have learned across uh, you know in the past few weeks few months uh so that's basically it that's what i'll be talking about and uh, basis that i'll be sharing you know my views on certain stocks and uh, yeah that's that's actually going to be pretty much it as far as this is concerned and you'll be you'll continue seeing this uh, podcast on pretty much every major uh, platform that i've been able to find if there's a platform that's missing just let me know and i'll add it there uh, it it's actually quite simple to do it and uh, yeah f- hopefully 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 from now on from this very episode onwards you'll see uh, a podcast or rather you'll hear a podcast which is much more enjoyable and in my opinion much more palatable so do let me know if that is the case if that isn't i'm you know i'm always going to change it you know there's there are no uh, sort of restrictions nothing is uh, sort of set in stone that i can that i only do it in this format or not ultimately is for you guys and uh, for me to like sort of record and document my analysis so do let me know how you feel this uh, new format is going to be and you know let's get started with the very first uh, episode with this completely new format and uh, i'll just take a break so that i can make the new segment starting with nifty's analysis All right, so Nifty up 122.35 points, closing at 11,586. And uh, if you recall, yesterday I had mentioned that I'm expecting a range of approximately 70 to 120 uh, point gain for Nifty. Turns out I was just off by two rupees. And again, if you're wondering why, uh, you know, that number was from 70 to 120, that's because the previous expiries have seen this general. uh range in the past so that was my basis on that however i had mentioned that it is likely that it will not be as volatile as before but clearly that wasn't the case uh you know i'd actually say that today was quite a volatile day uh compared to some of the other days that we've seen other expiries that we've seen and uh what has just happened is that my charting software has just crashed 
but you know again that does not matter so throughout the day you know we saw some very interesting moves overall uh, but uh, you know my overall sentiment for nifty was going long so it was definitely bullish and uh, if you're completely new bullish means uh, you know some some positive sentiment basically hoping or rather expecting the price to go up bearish means expecting that the price will go down and uh, this is actually something i wanted to clarify yesterday also if you're completely new i just wanted to make that clear uh you know the the basis of why i felt that today would be a bullish day is because uh, you know despite yesterday being all right i mean you know it was it was nothing extraordinary but it was definitely uh far far better than what we've seen in the past uh i did expect some profit booking to happen today but overall if we look at the trend it really did not have a lot of leeway in the past so it you know it still had a bit of uh, a bit of so if you were going to look at that trend line on the intraday chart you would have seen that and i've posted this uh, this trend line on my instagram also that uh, there was still a lot of space for it to go up so that's why i was long and also the underlying stocks were not particularly uh bearish so it looked pretty decent that's why i was long uh over the day it was mixed we saw some fluctuations happening so uh you know it was all right overall i was long and uh, the index closed positive so that's great uh the next one is you know how 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 the price moves has the, how the price move has changed uh you know in comparison to what we saw previously and uh again you know as i said this expiry was a bit more active uh in the pa- than what we saw previously you know the previous expiries have been a bit of a slouch uh so in that respect you know it was quite different uh and again it was a bit volatile i would you know again when when i'm actually looking at the chart here it looks like a very clean climb but if you would have actually looked at the uh looked at the price movements during the day it was not as decisive as it is right now so you know that's why i'm saying that it is a bit volatile uh you know at present where it's at and i'm talking about the general trend here not just the entire chart at present where it's at it does look like it's facing resistance at higher levels particularly that uh, 11600 mark because the day's high was 11599.1 and uh, clearly that shows that there was some very clear resistance at that 600 level now uh, whether i'm going to go long or short tomorrow i believe um you know there might be a fair bit of profit booking tomorrow also there you know where the uh, where the price is currently at it's at a resistance zone uh, there's a doji there and there's also a previous swing high close so i'm actually expecting it to f- see some pretty tough resistance over there uh, possibly a turn back from 630 levels or so Uh, but however if it can actually sustain that 600 level uh then that view would be negated my short you know my bearish view would be negated and i'd be expecting levels of around 680 694 or so so that's my view on nifty uh at present i am kind of bearish on it because we may see some profit booking happening it's also in that resistance zone however 
if it can sustain levels above 11,600, uh, possibly 11,620 or so, uh, then this view might be negated. So that's my view on Nifty right now. Uh, the next one that we're going to talk about is Bank Nifty. So I'll just take a quick pause and so we can move to the next segment. Alright, so when we're talking about Bank Nifty, I had mentioned yesterday that my view for Bank Nifty is quite neutral to uh, slightly bearish and the reason for that is because it's face, it was facing rather some very stiff uh, you know, resistance from that 200MA line. However, now that it's actually breached it and during the day I had actually taken a long position into Bank Nifty uh, because you know that's the chart pattern that was forming, it was at a support zone so I went long. And then I exited. Unfortunately, I did exit before it could actually gain a ton of momentum. Uh, but, you know, I was long briefly in Bank Nifty for some time. And how this was actually different from what we've seen in the past. Again, uh, quite a volatile day for Bank Nifty, I feel. Uh, the resistance support levels, you know, R1, S1, R2, all of those things respected quite well. I'm talking about the pivot points here. So those were respected quite well and uh, we saw some fair bit of consolidation happening at that R2 level at 29,988. Uh, the day's high was actually above 29,000. It was at 20 or rather 28,988. I, I believe I said 29,988. That's my bad. Uh, you know, the day's high was 29,049. So clearly there was some resistance faced at higher levels from... Uh, for bank nifty and understandably so you know 29,000 level is going to be a bit of a stretch to breach uh, considering that considering that we are facing some resistance at higher levels um, I am actually a bit bearish on bank nifty also again we might see profit booking happening tomorrow and uh, profit bookings generally lead to uh, you know a correction in the price so uh, that's my view on Bank Nifty right now, and uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Again, I'm I'm trying to speak about it briefly so that I don't end up just you know rambling on about certain technical things, which uh, may be a bit too much for uh, a lot of you guys actually listening in and tuning in. So my analysis here, my main aim here is to be as brief as possible, yet to actually capture the general trend that happens so that's why you know i'm not really going too much in depth as it stands bank nifty right now might face some resistance and turn back so uh while my view is bearish a close up a, a close well above 29,000, uh possibly you know possibly above that 29 uh well, above this high, above today's high, might just, uh, you know, might just say that, you know, it might, it might be sort of inching upwards is, is what my view is. However, uh, as it stands, as of today, I feel that it might be a bearish move again because of that, uh, because of that, what do you say, what do you say, because of profit booking. And while the 200 MA has been breached, so that's the 200 moving average. Uh, I feel that profit booking thing might just stop it from, you know, actually coming up further. So that's my take on Bank Nifty. Now we're going to move on to the indi indexes, gainers and losers. And we're going to talk about Nifty first. Then we'll move on to Bank Nifty of, you know, the underlying stocks. Coming to Nifty's gainers and losers. 
Today was like another Christmas for me as a Tata Motors and Yes Bank fan. Uh, that's because Yes Bank closed 15.47%, up closing at 47.40. And quite frankly, that is insane in my opinion, especially because we were 10 rupees down. We were at around 37, 38 levels just one week ago. And quite honestly, the way it's actually been able to climb is insane in my opinion now the thing is that where it stands it's still facing some resistance so you know that's pretty much where yes bank is however you know in general i do feel that yes bank should be a decent pick if it can continue this momentum again one positive day is not indicative of the entire trend uh so that's yes bank I do not believe I have a position in Yes Bank yet. Uh, you know, I, I do talk about actually getting into it, uh, but that's because you know my father has a has a position in Yes Bank, so doesn't make sense everyone in the family getting a Yes Bank stock. So that's the reason why I personally don't have it. It's still there in the family though, so that counts. Um, you know, I st- I still feel that. Tomorrow, if we do see profit bookings, it might slip a bit, and then you you could possibly pick it up if you want to just try out Yes Bank again. I'm I'm saying this because you know it's it's so it's such a cheap stock right now in terms of uh, the price. It's super inexpensive, so it's a great way to actually get into uh, this high sort of news based stock or rather actually testing if that support zone works. So that's my view on Yes Bank. The next one is going to be Tata Motors. Surprisingly, it did not stop at the previous resistance zones, uh, up 10.85%, closing at 139.5. The day's high was 144.35, so clearly that 40 level was breached. Um, and overall, right now, it does appear that it did face resistance at 140, so it slipped a bit back, you know, clearly showing that at 140 higher price resistance is going to be there, considering that, considering that it's been lagging for some time we might see profit booking happening on this one also uh, in general though as it stands um, it looks quite positive and i and had actually digged up a few a uh, few you know general articles on this and nowadays i'm trying to avoid you know talking about a lot of news-based events because these shorter term movements you know the news-based events do happen but then our main focus here is how actually these technical levels come into the picture. So I'm not exactly talking about the news-based events uh, as much. However, you know, Tata Motors, I wanted to make an exception because of the big news of the day, is, that is Brexit's uh, finalization pretty much. So considering that, I think mother something something uh, increased today and uh, so did Tata Motors based on that Brexit deal. But, you know, again, as we've been saying, as we've been analyzing, Tata Motors has always been at that support level. So there's that. Also, another sort of positive thing uh, is, you know, Tata Motors basically said that they are not planning to get rid of JLR brand anytime soon. And they are looking for partnerships with other, you know, other manufacturers. So that's actually very, very strong news. Another strong bit of news for Tata Motors is that, um, you know, their their CEO and MD, um, 
actually said that India offers unprecedented opportunities. And uh, that is true. You know, I actually had, you know, the privilege, so to speak, to uh, attend one of Tata Motors' launch. And uh, it was for the Tiago, one of the Tiago variants. And honestly, their plans are very, very good. It's very strong. I had the chance to actually speak to and ask a few questions to the management also. Uh, unrelated to stocks, of course, purely related to cars. And it does appear that they've researched their market very well. So all of those reasons are why I always talk about Tata Motors in, you know, in a good light. And the interesting thing is how beautifully the technicals have sort of, uh, you know, almost uh, worked in tandem with all of these news-based events. Because, you know, one month from now, when we were talking about Tata Motors, I did not know that this piece of news was going to come out. Um, But even when today it did, it respected that technical level so well. And it respected that technical increase so well. We've seen, uh, I believe the last time, the proper you know, buy zone that I'd mentioned was, uh, I'll just try to zoom out to see if that, what, what the proper buy zone I'd mentioned was, but I believe it was somewhere around 119120, uh, because, you know, that's where one of the previous levels were. And at that time, we had absolutely no clue that this news was going to come into the picture. However, it was a support zone for Tata and support it did. So, uh, just amazing how all these technicals and news-based events sort of uh, coincide at times so there's Tata Motors the next one is Aisha Motors uh, if it can sustain levels of uh, you know above 20,000 or should I say above yeah above 20,000 or so then we should be seeing some very strong moves from Aisha Motors uh, as it stands definitely not negative you know it looks quite strong. I do have holdings in Aisha Motors, if you're wondering. So, there's Aisha. The next one is Indusin Bank. Indusin Bank is another stock that we actually talked a lot about on this uh, podcast, especially since the past three or four episodes. I'd mentioned that it's on a downtrend, and three or four episodes ago, I'd mentioned that it's on the lower line of that downtrend line which basically means that it's going to bounce back up for a bit and then sort of continue falling pretty much. And that's actually what happened today was, uh, today it actually hit that upper trend line. Keeping that in mind, we should be seeing, uh, you know, a correction tomorrow most likely. If not, uh, then it, it once it actually breaches that trend line, we should be seeing some good uh, moves hopefully. And that's Indusin Bank. The next one is going to be SBI. SBI, we spoke about it again two or three episodes ago about how it has that support zone, uh, you know, at that approximately 250, 255 level. So, you know, again, if you want, if if you had not uh, listened to that episode, then now you know it was at a support zone, which is why we saw that price increase the next one is going to be Bajaj Auto and uh, I'm waiting for the chart to load but as it stands it looks very interesting here because uh, the chart pattern that it's showing is bullish engulfing however where it's at right now it's at a resistance zone so my view on Bajaj Auto for now is not exactly positive Uh, at least not as positive as today anyway so 
Bajaj Auto. I'm curious to see how it moves. However, you know, I'm I definitely I'm not going to be taking a long position in Bajaj Auto for now, at least for tomorrow. Uh, the next one, again, I I do not believe I have a position here. The next one is going to be Asian Paints, and uh, Asian Paints again, one of the stocks that we had talked about yesterday. If I can just pull off my notes. It's retraced at 61.8% FIB is what I talked about yesterday and it did sort of jump up from there. So great for that, great for Asian Paints. Uh, overall, looks like a pretty solid stock from what I can see, except for that brief retracement that we saw. It's at the resistance zone for now. So if we do see a good move tomorrow, then I am very, very curious to see how Asian Paints move, moves. If not, then, you know, then that's standard you know we'll probably see some consolidation happening here since it is very very close to that all-time high level uh, and yeah that's pretty much it for the nifty's gainers again today was a 35 to 15 split the advances and uh, the declines in case you were wondering uh, oh by the way wait i'll just try to pull up the gainers again i'll speak about the closing prices again uh Indosin Bank closing at 1340. Aisha Motors closing at 20491. Bajaj Auto closing at 3111. So that's 3111. Asian Paints closing at 1812. And uh, now we can proceed with the losers. Again, I, I just wanted to mention the prices in case you guys are interested in knowing those. So there's that. The next, the, the the top loser for the day is going to be Vedanta Limited. It's leading the losing pack. Again, just 15 stocks in the losing pack and none are actually too negative. Vedanta Limited is actually the only stock which fell above 1%. Uh, it's closing at 148.3 right now. And we'd spoken about this as well in one of the previous episodes. I believe it was the one uh, day, day before yesterday, yes. Uh, that it's nearing that downtrend line, uh, you know, that upper downtrend line, which basically means that it might uh, just sort of fall back. And that's what happened. So, again, pretty much as expected for the most part. The next one is going to be Grossim. And uh, Grossim, if I can just see, looks like profit booking to me, especially after yesterday's big move. Uh, for now, we're seeing some very strong support where it's at, and that profit booking might have come into play today. So, uh, I do not believe I have a position in Grassim or Vedanta Limited. So, there's that. Grassim overall, now that it's actually breached that level, looks pretty decent to me. And the next one is TCS. This I have a holding. This I actually have traded uh, traded a lot. And... Uh, the interesting thing is that the candle was very positive. The candle was actually pretty thick and positive. However, we're seeing a 0.75% fall, uh, closing at 2030. And the reason for that is because we saw a pretty sizable gap down. It's pretty much uh, breached that gap now. However, we might see it breaching that gap further. My view on TCS, bullish for the most part. Again, that is why I have positions in that. Um, Grassim, by the way, closing at 724.55. The next one, I'm just not loaded. The, the next one is going to be HCL Tech. Uh, if I can just load it, why is it taking so much of time? HCL Tech at resistance zone is going down. My view is not too bullish on HCL Tech. 
um yeah it's pretty much it as far as hcl tech is concerned the next one is going to be ultra cement company again one more stock which we've talked about a lot and uh, again this also looks like profit booking to me uh, just like grassim overall uh, might just might just correct i feel so a bit bearish on ultra cement still the next one is going to be tech mahindra by the way hcl tech closing 1093 ultra tech closing 4260 <clears throat> the next one is going to be tech mahindra uh, it's just stuck in that zone for now it's consolidating so i'm expecting a big move to happen soon uh possibly in the next week you know if if it feels like possibly even tomorrow so really can't say the next one is going to be wipro again tech mahindra closing 724.35 very close to grassim interestingly just 20 paise away even though they are completely different anyway uh, the next one is going to be wipro down 0.42% closing at 247.55 uh wipro looks good um mm. as a swing trade this might be all right you know in the short term not too sure about it the next one is going to be infosys i have a position in in infosys at the moment so clearly you know since i have a position my outlook is obviously going to be uh, bullish how it goes i'll let you guys know where it stands i feel that it might just fill in that gap uh, possibly till 780 or so so that's what i'm hoping happens So that's Infosys, and that's pretty much it for Nifty stocks. Again, thirty-five gainers and fifteen losers. All right, coming to Bank Nifty's gainers and losers, we've got RBL Bank leading the pack, or rather, Yes Bank leading the pack, and then RBL Bank coming in. But we already talked about Yes Bank, so no point in repeating. RBL Bank, again, this is also another stock that we've been discussing a lot in the past three, four days. it was at a support zone it had fully retraced and it was showing the right candlestick pattern so a near perfect trade on paper and it's paid off pretty decently so far uh, i believe that it might just kiss that 300 level and that's because you know that that's my view on it mildly bullish on rbl bank the next one and i'm looking at uh, you know the banks that we haven't already spoken about and the banks that are actually quite major mm, i'll just check i'll just check how about pnb pnb looks alright again very similar pattern to what we saw with rbl bank next one is going to be federal bank uh poor result from what we saw yesterday and that's possibly why uh we saw such a negative move to yesterday today might have been short covering if you don't know what short covering is do not bother The next one is going to be that we're going to be talking about is ICICI Bank and ICICI Bank again as I've mentioned before it's almost as if it's mimicking Nifty except in a much smoother way so that's where it's going right now my view on ICICI Bank is bullish for for a bit at least not entirely you know not bullish for tomorrow bullish for possibly a few days The next one is and the reason why I'm saying not bullish for tomorrow is because you know it's I might just I think that it might just uh you know there might be some profit booking happening. Oh by the way, RBL Bank closing at 290.20. So you know that's that. And uh 
<clears throat> PNB closing at 59.05, Federal Bank closing at 84.35, ICICI Bank closing at 440.60. So I don't know why I always tend to forget the closing prices. I guess I'm too, you know, too engrossed in actually analyzing that I forget to see what's in front of my eyes. And interestingly, that's also something that happens a lot in trading, not just to me, uh, but to a lot of people. You know, you get you get so engrossed in the finer details that you tend to forget what's obvious. So, and you might end up making an error of judgment, a judgment error in that case. So, that does happen. Uh, definitely something that I need to correct and something that I will correct. Uh, Kotak Bank right now where it stands... My view on it is now bullish, I feel, because it's taken some very clean support from the moving averages. So might see Kotak Bank going up tomorrow. I feel that it might go up tomorrow. This is one of the few stocks that I've said that it might go up tomorrow. Again, because of that sweet, 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 sweet support. Um, HDFC Bank indecisive from what I can say. So even I'm going to be equally indecisive about HDFC Bank. But I do feel that... Mm, where it stands we may see a positive day tomorrow if not you know then we obviously see a negative day you know it's either positive or negative it can't be that flat realistically speaking so yeah that's pretty much it as far as bank nifty stocks are concerned so this is going to be it for this episode again this is generally where that q a goes but now that it's actually a separate episode, you know, it's much more easier for you guys. I believe the combined length of the Q&A segment and this one, so, you know, of both the episodes should be roughly the same. And this is something that I wanted to make sure happens because it shouldn't happen that you all have, instead of like 40-50 minutes of content, you all have like one and a half hour of shit to listen to because you know that that might get a bit too much at this stage if not do let me know i'll see what i can do but if yes then great you know this is how this this is exactly what i've planned so yes that's pretty much it for this one again um if you liked it do let me know any platform absolutely any platform just drop me a message uh if you have any feedback suggestions again any platform drop me a message if you want more informational content my instagram is the place to go i know i'm plugging plugging it a lot lately but the reason is because you know i really 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 do intend on posting a ton more educational and for me and informational uh content on there so that's gonna be it from my side for this one i hope you guys enjoy do let me know how you liked this new overall structure that i'm talking about you know more about my holdings or rather more about my view more about my general trend rather than you know just analyzing and over analyzing those fib retracements and those supports and resistances um again the reason for this change is because i just wanted to adapt and make it more friendlier for you guys so do let me know what you feel and yeah uh, happy trading <laughs>